It's Fat Camp, Joe Batanz's birthday edition with Lori Roggenkamp. Also, special guest, Hussein Mubarak. Tab Hunter. I can't remember the name of the guy that used to host John Davidson. T.P. Hedren. Vanessa Hitchcock. This Asian person driving behind me who has what appears to be a dead person in a mask in their car. I was reading BuzzFeed and they had this like 19 gross items you should buy on Amazon. I don't know what it was, right? And I bought like this ear cleaning kit and I'm in love with it and basically a dildo for your ears. And, oh my god, it's amazing, right? And then I read the instructions, says, don't do it more than once a week, Lori. I've done it five times a day for the past four days. Oh, wow. A dildo I bought for my ears. (laughs) (laughs) Almost falling down the stairs, and then thinking, wow, I could have fallen down the stairs. Slipping in front of my students. Taking a nap and missing an emergency call from one of your teachers. All this and more on today's edition of Fat Camp. Oh, Lori, another action-packed episode of... Uh, I can't believe we double-booked dildos for your ears. That's going to be Could really Could you awkward. send me a link to that thing? Because I, lo- I can't tell you how much I love ear cleaning. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. It's addictive. And I already bought them for my friend Sweet Michael. And he got them and said he can't stop cleaning his ears either. So I will send it to you, yes. It is, is it like it's it, nine dollars? Does it have ridges? Does it have ridges? Lori, like Lori, it looks okay. Let me tell you. I'm like you know. It's so funny you said. Okay, they're basically yes. So basically, the answer is yes. What it has is basically imagine like, gosh, kind of like the instruments that your dentist would use, like a pick, right? But instead of uh-huh. a pick, but imagine that kind of material and size, but instead uh-huh. of a pick. Each end has a different texture to scrape the wax out of your ears. And then oh. one of them is this almost it looks like like a big wire ball. And then you put it in your ear and you move it around. And, uh, oh, my God, it's amazing. It's it's so amazing. I love it. I, love, I, I was doing oh. it. Early, even though the instructions said don't do it more than once a week. And I've been doing it five times a day for five days. I even did it today. Because, you know, the I... thing with Q-tips is yeah sometimes the q-tips just don't fucking do it this one they like no. every single one has like basically like almost like a tiny little shovel oh and you can use it just to like just to like scrape out all the wax and then the other end has a have a ver- different varieties of textures and and ridges and all kinds of little toys for your ear oh that's nice i have these ones that are like uh like they're plastic q-tip like they look like plastic Q-tips, uh-huh. but the the it but the actual bud part of the Q-tip where the cotton is is actually just like ridges. So when you put it in your ear, it like scrapes the earwax. No, off. They, they, so they have so they have some of those. Yes, they have that. Yeah. Yeah. So I use those, and I carry those around with me all the time. And my my girlfriend, my aunt, gets so disgusted. I don't know. I don't find it as disgusting just because they're like, I can't believe you clean your ears and then just put it back in your pocket. And I'm like, well, where else would I put it? So, yeah. What do they want you to I, throw it away? I, I mean, they, well, I, I, I mean, yeah. I do clean. I do clean these things. 
yeah, my fa- one of my favorite things is to clean them at the end of the day just to scrape all the earwax off. Oh, I'm going to tell so- you something. <laughs> I just use it today to clear up my AirPods. Oh, yeah. I love that. You know what I used to love to do? Mm-hmm. And I miss it because I, I don't work at the in the office setting anymore. Mm-hmm. Is cleaning out key- keyboards and mouse mouses. Oh, I love doing that. Cleaning out the hair. Yeah. I remember one time, my favorite, I had a job working at a call center for a food delivery service mm-hmm. for three years. My favorite day on the job, favorite day was I got to, I got to go to different stations because we were having like a, a computer problem where a bunch of stations were shutting down mm-hmm. so i went to different usually you have your one station you only sit there and i went to different stations and got to clean out all the keyboards at those yeah. stations mm-hmm. and i got so much i got hair that like basically was like the size of a baby's head mm-hmm. like i got a hairball and it was so i was so excited about it like mm-hmm. i was like I was like showing people and they're like that's the grossest thing i've ever heard and my boss's computer was so gross I was like, how the hell are you even going to type on this thing? Uh, it, it is very satisfying. I also like cleaning out brushes with hair on them. Oh, see, I don't like that part. Oh, I love it. But I only I get, like Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, you first. Because it feels – it's gross when you're doing it, but once that brush is clean, man, is that a good feeling. Anyway, Lori, I thought well, this is not gross camp. This is fat camp. And you know, again, yeah, but we're talking about getting in there, cleaning out the gunk, yeah. and then once, and then you feel better. So mm-hmm. you know, it kind of works, right? Yeah, it does kind of work. Now, guys, you know, one of the things, and Lloyd, I'm gonna go off a little bit here for a second. One of the things you should know. One of the things I pride myself. It's one of the reasons why I think people think I'm an asshole, especially in Pride 48. Is I'm a truth teller, and 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 I have also this rule that if you're gonna tell the truth about other people, you got to tell the truth about yourself. Okay. And uh, and I and I feel I make myself vulnerable and I'm honest about myself to a fault. And so, Laura, you know this. I was talking to you about this before we started recording. Yeah. But I can already feel myself, and I can't tell where I am right now. You know, have you ever have you ever had that thing where you sneeze and you go like, okay, does this mean I'm gonna have a cold or does it just mean I just sneezed? Right. Oh, I totally thought you were gonna say, did I just shit myself? <laughs> have you had, had that? that happen to me? I've had that happen to me where I've gone, have I pissed myself or have I shit myself? <laughs> and then it's a fun day. That's a fun day. <laughs> okay. So uh, it's the same thing for me right now in that I am, I have not for the past couple of days, and it started with the day we did Finding Prince Charming, actually. I wasn't feeling uh, my best self. I was, and I, and I can't tell if I'm like sliding into a depression or if I am just basically having the equivalent of, like, a depression cold, you know? Yeah. And so, I don't know. Because, like, for instance, there are other extenuating circumstances that could lead to that. Like, basically, I've been feeling very blue. Now, but the problem is, the reason I can't tell if it's a real depression or not is there are these other circumstances that could be contributing. One, um... My Xanax prescription, I had, like, one left... Uh-huh. It was like a few days ago. And I was like, well, I'm due for another any, for another refill anyway. Might as well just take the Xanax and go to sleep, right? Because it does help me go to sleep. But the problem with Xanax is, yes, it'll knock me the fuck out. But then I'm like depressed the next day or two days later. So it could yeah. be that, right? Next, I don't usually drink caffeine, but I had caffeine like four days in a row. 
it could be that. And I'm going to get to why oh, I think yeah, I, I could be, be why. Yeah, it could be. I'm going to get to why I think that is in a second. Okay, it's actually the main topic of my conversation. Three, I think because of the caffeine, I didn't sleep very well last night at all. I think I got a combined four hours of sleep, and I'm one of these people that I need to get the eight hours, or it really affects me, it makes me irritable, and so that's why I don't know if it's these physical things or if it's. An actual depression, but one of the things that I feel, Lauren, this is the main topic of what I want to get at, is that I do believe, and I believe, and I and I think this is true for my last, the Great Depression of 2018 that I had last year, is I believe there is a very, very, very strong connection between gut health and mental health. And what's funny is the medical research is starting to back this up. Okay. Uh huh. And yeah. one thing that I haven't been taking like I usually do is I usually wake up every morning and I take probiotics. And I haven't done it in like two weeks, three weeks. And I actually think that is a big cause for this depression. So I'm gonna take my I'm gonna take my probiotics again. And that's why I think the coffee has an effect is one of the reasons I don't drink coffee is it fucks my stomach up. So yeah. I'm my theory is because I had even though my stomach hasn't been hurting. I feel that this coffee went in and just killed all the good bacteria. The acid killed all the good bacteria going out of my stomach, and now it's finally reached my brain. Does that make sense? Yeah, it actually does. And so I, I wanted, I thing. wanted to, I wanted to get your thoughts on the relationship between gut health and mental health, or feeling good in your stomach, feeling not. What are, what are your thoughts on that? Do you, do you have anything to add to that? Uh, I, I totally agree. I think that. I think that, yeah, I mean, that's why I had to quit caffeine because it was making me, it was driving me crazy because I was in this vicious cycle where I wasn't sleeping. But then when I would sleep, when I wouldn't get any amount of sleep, I'd always wake up with a headache because I was, I had, you know, I was, my body was so used to having caffeine at a certain time mm-hmm. that if I went past it, I would get a headache. And so I was yeah. like, well, that's not good. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, it just, it ca- also caused my blood pressure to rise up and, mm-hmm. I would get these like crazy mood swings. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, I just, I I think that caffeine is, uh, I wish I, I, I I can have like a decaf coffee and be like one decaf coffee and be okay. But Uh like anything more and I'm, I'm totally unbalanced. Um, but yeah, I, I had a thing. Um, I mean, I've always known that I have like shitty eating habits. I'm not like saying that I have it. I don't know that, but, I had a real realization a couple, uh, several weeks ago because our fridge broke and we didn't have a fridge. And I like realized like, oh, I'm going to have to like eat out like until we get a fridge. Mm -hmm. Like I can't have anything that we can keep in the fridge. Because also I live with my aunt who like is like adamant that like, you know, as soon as that basically that we're all just going to die, going to die of salmonella. It's just a waiting game. So, you know. She just like anytime anything, anytime anything look you know has been in the has been anywhere standing out for you know ten minutes it's out, it's thrown away. So I had to like I had to eat a but like eat out all the time and I usually do that. So I was but I just had this dread that I was like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna get real sick real quick and it was like well I usually do that anyway so why am I so upset about basically eating the way I usually eat. Uh-huh. And it's because it's not good. It's a bad way to eat. So I think that that really showed me that I need to start eating healthier. But yeah, when when I'm actually like when I 
I think it's a stew like everything else. I think you need to have, you need to obviously have your mental balance in check. You need to have, you know, you need to, if you need therapy, you need to be talking to a therapist. You need to be, you know, doing all, all that stuff, but you also need to be making sure you're exercising a good amount and you're, mm-hmm. you know, you're meeting your nutritional goals because all that stuff really, and especially since I've been taking classes and learning about like mental health and all that stuff, all that stuff plays such a huge part in, in your you know, your daily attitude and also long-term. I mean, you could, this could be stuff that happened months ago that is just yeah. affecting you now. You're you right. Know? No, you're so. right. You're right. Uh, and so I'm going to go for a swim today. It's a beautiful day here in Southern California. I'm going to go for a swim. But you know what's so funny? But even doing this show mm-hmm. is, um, it's one of these things where, like, I'm laughing and I feel, you know what's, it's, it's so funny. I felt this during Finding Prince Charming is, I wouldn't necessarily say that I was faking it on Finding Prince Charming or that I'm faking it now. I feel, are you sneezing? Yeah. No. Excuse me. Sorry. I'm allergic to your sensitivity. <laughs> what were you saying? Uh, but, but this actually feeds into it. Is that like, I feel normal when I'm podcasting. Like, I'm not like, you know, for most of today, I've been almost kind of, I wouldn't say zombie-like, but sort of like emotionless, and I kind of go, oh, this is not good. I can feel the depression coming on. And then I'm on here, and I sound like a normal, I feel like a normal person, I sound like a normal person, and so, um, thank you. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I need, so I'm going to go swimming today, I'm going to take my probiotics, I'm going to, um... Really? Well, you got the performer's dilemma. You got the whole thing where it's like, even though it's not a, it's not a quote unquote live performance, you know, people who uh, go on tour or they perform regularly, they get in that dilemma where they, they, they're just sort of like stuck until they perform, you know, yeah. they don't really live outside of their, that like one bubble that they created for themselves. And that's like, you know, that's why, yeah, you're right. You gotta, you gotta develop, um, you know, you have to have a life outside of what you're doing right now, because then it's, you know, it's just going to, it's going to be a, a, a snake that eats itself, you know? And a Roboros is what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. Even though I have been social, like, what's funny is there, there is that thing where, like, I'm a person that I like to have a nice balance. I like to have my alone time and then social life balance. And the problem is, is, like, I can very easily go and like, oh, my God, I'm socializing too much, you know? Uh, I have to go yeah. to this thing, I have to go to that thing, I have to go to this thing, I have to go to that thing. And then there's a thing where, too, where, like, um, I'm like, I'm alone too much. Even though I haven't felt I'm alone too much. I, I really do think this is a weird passing phase. It could be a thing, too, where, like, and I was sharing this with somebody earlier today. I don't necessarily have positive uh, feelings about my birthday. You know, because historically growing up when I was a kid, because my birthday falls on a national holiday, especially during the summer, my parents had a swimming pool. It would always be like my parents were then responsible for having a birthday party for me so that everyone could come swim on the 4th of July. And as a result, to me, I associate my birthday with having to clean up the backyard and take out the trash and make food and do that and basically like prepare for i associate my birthday with chores and working because our whole day it would be like and then cleaning up after the party and entertaining people so i don't have positive feelings about my birthday because i was i was forced to help my family put on this party 
And so that's yeah. why when people say, like, what do you want to do for your birthday? I'm like, I literally want to do nothing tomorrow. I want to hide and watch Stranger Things and eat pizza and fried chicken. Yeah. I have that, too. My my brother and I and my parents would throw these huge birthday parties for us. But then, then we always had to be the ones to clean up. Yeah. We, had to be, we had to set up and stuff. So now I'm like, I'm the kind of person where I like to celebrate my birthday, but I, I'm like, if if I if we have a party, I'm not setting up anything. I'm not cleaning up anything. I'm mm-hmm. showing up, and that's it. Like I I'm just like I refuse to do any. Like I I for the for the life of me can't understand people who pay for their own birthday parties. I think that's asinine. It's like if you if people won't shell out money to come to come and celebrate your birthday, then just stay at home, save your money. Like it's kind of sad. Well, but here's what's funny, Lori. <laughs> it's awkward. Uh, and Natalie, I know you're there too. I was gonna. I, I've been really bad about inviting people to this. I'm gonna have a very, very tiny thing at here at the house on next Saturday, not this Saturday, next Saturday for my birthday. But super small, super, super tiny. Okay. Cut, cut to is just me and you and Star. <laughs> <coughs> well, we could be broken up by then, so who knows? Oh no! Well, don't what? What? Well, why? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just. Kidding. Uh, We're fine, and and Natalie's invited too, um, but very very tiny. Who's Natalie, my cousin Natalie, who's also in the chat room. Oh, oh, oh! oh. <clears throat> <laughs> I knew that. I was just quizzing you. Yeah, so <sighs> it's just gonna be super 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 tiny, just with like people that I know, and just like I'm gonna barbecue, and it'll be super casual, and like not like if I have to work hard. I'm going to be, no, it's not going to happen. Like, it's like, come over. We're going to have some beers and burgers and hot dogs. Like, nothing crazy, uh-huh. you know? I'm going to get you a birthday gift that you have to put together yourself. <laughs> so, anyway, so, uh, maybe, so maybe the, the, the mild depression has to do with that. And then once, once my birthday is over, I'll be like, whoa, I'm back. Hello, everybody. You know? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, let me know. I'd be happy to. I, I I was being a little hyperbolic, but yeah, I I get. I mean, I get why people do it. I've done it. I paid for my own birthday parties, so you know, I just being. A little I'm hyperbolic. not gonna be. Pay, I'm not gonna be paying much. I know what you're talking about. Somebody called me today, and she wants to do. Now, by the way, this is very kind of her. She's gonna donate her birthday to um, undergrad Ugh. prep, and she's gonna have this giant, giant birthday party, right? And the proceeds are gonna go to undergrad prep. And so she was telling me about how much money she's going to shell out. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> okay. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. I thought she was going to, I, for a second, that's why I, uh, I thought she was going to give you the gift of a donation, which to me is not a gift. I think that's the most ridiculous No, no, thing no, no, no. What she's gift. doing is, no, this is what she's doing. So she's going to rent, I think, a roller skating rink in August, right? Oh, okay. And for her birthday... And she's essentially going to put the money up to rent the roller skating rink. Okay. Uh-huh. And that's kind of her donation. And then uh-huh. she's going to charge people $40. No, 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 no. $25 a ticket, but it's going to be called 40 Oh, because you know, that's why it's a big party. She's turning 40 It's called 40 for 40 And she's going to ask people to donate $40. And that includes the ticket. So, yeah, pay 25 to get in, but push it to 40 And all of the proceeds are going to go to undergrad prep. That's so nice. Yeah. But when I was why like, would what? she do this? She's on the board. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, do you, do, do you have like a sex tape of hers? Like, why, why is she doing this for you? 
<laughs> okay. Uh, so, okay. So, in terms of health, so next time you and I do Fat Camp, we will, you know, my birthday will be over. Um, and yeah. and we'll see where I am with the depression. But I, I wanted to spend today talking about. Um, uh, we don't have to get into it. No, no, but no, no. You go said ahead. you said you wanted to do a like, but I don't. I don't necessarily think this is the right. I mean, maybe it could be a separate episode where we kind of wait, where I can see the actual chats and stuff. But you wanted to uh, talk about because I'm signing up to get the uh, uh, gastric sleeve. Oh surgery. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh. <clears throat> and you wanted to talk about that, so we could talk I'm about that right now. Go ahead. Essentially, in the uh, I'm still in the beginner's phase right now because I have to get all this blood work done. I have to give a stool sample, and the stool sample kit that they gave me, I can't find it. So I'm like <laughs> trying to figure out how to get a new stool sample kit, and I like was like, "Can I just give you a stool sample in like a Ziploc bag?" And they're like, "No." Well, Lord, that's, that's disgusting. They even thought of that. Like, yeah. How? Why would that be disgusting? It's a Ziploc bag. It's fine. I'll put it in another Ziploc bag. It's it's sealed. No, 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 no. So, anyways, so no, they had the same reaction. Um. So now I gotta go and pick up a new one and do all this stuff. But let. But why do you? Let me ask you this question. Why are you choosing the option of going with uh, some sort of operation, whether it's the sleeve or gastric bypass? What led you to that? I just feel like I need a jump start. You know, the weight, the the di- the shakes really helped as a jump start, but it wasn't permanent. It was like, it was like once the shakes were done, you know, I still I still had to like learn how to eat healthy, and then that's where things got you know went off the rails. And I think with this surgery, I'll be forced to eat healthy, and while I'm learning to eat healthy, if that makes sense. Like I'll be forced to eat less while I'm learning to eat healthy. So it's, it'll be a a good jumping off point. But to be honest with you, I'm not necessarily sure I'm going to go through with it. I'm going to do the class, mm-hmm. but excuse me, that's just because it's, it's free. Mm-hmm. So I can do the class for surgery prep. If I get in, you know, when I get in and, um, uh, <clears throat> I I'm doing, they also want you to take a, a healthy balance class, which is like a weight loss, weight management class to learn how to eat healthy. Mm-hmm. So I have to take that as well. And so I figure I might as well just do that. And then by the end of it, it's 16 weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so by the end of that, if if I get there and I'm like, and, and you know, they want you to lose about 10% of your, your, your weight when you, before you have surgery. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and they're ideally like 50 pounds. And so they're like, maybe once I lose the 50 pounds, maybe I'll be like, well, I don't, you know. I don't need it. I'm. I'm. I think I'm in a good place. I want to explore this. Go like, ahead. Oh. Or I might be like, yeah, I want to get it done. I so, want to but- explore this further. Uh, here, here's my, here's my, uh, why I'm, I hesitate, and and when why I'm, not, I wouldn't say critical, but I'm, I don't know. Is I've known a couple of people who've done it, and at the end of it, they look not well. Like, I have a cousin, but I'm, I'm, I have a corollary to this, so calm down. I have a cousin who did it, and he's lost a tremendous amount of weight. Tremendous, Lori. Tremendous amount of weight. And he's kept it off for two or three years. It's been a while since he's done it, right? He's oh, kept it friend. off, right? But he lost too much weight, and I feel he looks ill. 
I feel he looks sick. I feel like he looks like an AIDS victim. And I often find that people who have this surgery, maybe because they don't work out with it, or I don't know what the reason is, they look like deflated balloons. Now, according to Taylor the Latte Boy, because you know, Taylor, one of Taylor the Latte Boy's co-hosts on his show, Pod is My Co-Pilot, has had it done, mm-hmm. has lost a tremendous amount of weight, and according to Taylor, who was, by the way, skeptical like I am, right? And, yeah. And I don't know where Taylor is right now on this, but... Um, <laughs> But according to Taylor, who was skeptical, he says Rodan, his co-host, looks fantastic. Okay? Well, that's good. Yeah. So maybe what we should do is have Rodan as a guest and explore this further. Because he's been through the process. He has the equipment. He could totally be a guest. I'll set it up with Taylor. And we'll have Rodan on an episode of Fat Camp. And then he can tell us about his experience with the surgery, share with you any sort of ups and downs, and sort of what he's experienced. Now, I will say, I do know for a fact he is a fan and he feels he had a positive experience. And I will say everyone that I know that that I personally have had done, they're big fans. I just think they look ill. And I haven't seen yeah. Rodan. So I may, and also, I, I don't know Rodan the way Taylor did. So maybe... Maybe my reaction won't be as extreme. I'm like, oh, well, he looks good. Yeah. Well, so the only thing that's that. So I think I'm definitely I'm definitely going to go for the class. I'm going to get in, try and get into the class, both classes. Um, <clears throat> but uh, uh, one is a surgery is like the surgery prep. It preps you for the surgery. And the other one is like the healthy options class. So I figure both can help me. And then at the end of it, I can make that decision. But I mm-hmm. was going in primarily to get the lap band, which is mm-hmm. a temporary band over your stomach. Mm-hmm. But they no longer do that because I guess now they're taking out more lap bands than they're putting in um, in America. So mm-hmm. it's like because I guess there's like a stomach slippage, which is where the stomach slips out of the band. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they said that they only do the gastric bypass on the sleeve. And the gastric bypass seems a little more invasive and it could have a lot more complications. So, um, and a majority of people go with the sleeve. So I think I'm going to do the sleeve, but again, I don't know. I, I, it's a lot, it's, it's a lot more than I was prepared to agree to. So I think I'm still mulling it over Mm -hmm. because it's, it's a serious thing. I mean, my stomach could still grow. Mm -hmm. That's the thing is like, I can still grow out my stomach and, I could be back where I am now, you know, Mm -hmm. if I wanted to be later on, but Mm -hmm. it's going to be, it's going to be about the size in the, when I first, after the surgery, it'll be about the size of like a hard boiled egg or a soft boiled egg. All right. Well, so I don't know. I don't know what to go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I, again, like I said, this is why I think we should have this conversation with Rodan. And I'll talk to Taylor the Latte yeah. Boy. Maybe Taylor and Rodan will be on because Taylor always wants to be on the show. Maybe that'll be good and Rodan might be more willing to come on if, if Taylor's on too. And Taylor yeah. can add the therapy part. So, okay. So why don't we call it a day there, Lori? That's going to do it for this edition of the of Fat Camp. Be sure to join us every couple of weeks as Lori and I continue on our path to be happy and lose weight. See us in a couple weeks. Maybe. Lori Roggenkamp has two other podcasts. The first is the Bloody Mary podcast with Maria and Lori, and the other is called Queering Time and Space. You can find both of those podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow Lori Roggenkamp on Instagram at... 
Pickle Myth. That's P-I-C-K-L-E-M-Y-T-H. You can follow Joe Batanz on Instagram at Joe Batanz. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. This has been an Afterthought Media podcast. Podcast.